Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. guys and welcome to ladies who law school podcast i'm Haley, and i'm sam and this week's episode is brought to you by barcast audio whether you're a 1l preparing for your first final season or a 3l looking to get a head start on bar prep barcast audio has you covered their podcasts like audio lessons are the perfect option for busy law students allowing you to review while you're commuting folding laundry or working out barcast audio has flashcards essay attack sheets and one-of-a-kind essay work Workshops, and it's a secret weapon that you need to crush your next big exam. Haley and I are going to be trying out Barcast Audio these next few weeks, especially with evidence. So we will keep you guys posted on what that's like. Yeah, we'll update you guys on Instagram with what our experience is like. And you can also try it for 10% off. You can pre-order the Barcast MBE pack, which includes access to audio lessons, essay workshops, and attack sheets for the MBE subjects if you're taking the bar. But if you want to just use it like we're going to do for evidence, you can get on barcastaudio.com and use the promo code LADIES at checkout. That's L-A-D-I-E-S at barcastaudio.com. So guys, I feel like it's been a long while since we've just kind of sat down and talked, just Haley and I, because we've had guests like for the past few weeks, you know? So hi guys. Hi guys. Hello. It's nice to be back. I feel like it's like we've been away, honestly. I know we haven't really uh, chatted much. Also, we've been quite busy at school, so that's been a lot. But we did do the day in our lives these past few weeks, and that was nice, and that was a good way to, you know, talk to everybody and kind of just, I don't know. So we just haven't had a a lot of time to just do our content and what we wanted to just sit down and chat about just me and Samantha. So we're really excited to do this episode. We're going to talk about stress and managing workload in law school um, because obviously 2L is heavy and midterms because we got a few questions. Um, We've been studying for them a lot and we just want to share our tips and tricks. So too well. Would you say it's stressful, Haley, at all? Ha ha ha. Yes, I would say it's very stressful. So too well, at least for me, has been 10 times busier than 1L. And I think every time you talk to a law student, they're probably going to tell you the same thing. And along with being busier and having more deadlines and having more readings and, you know, just generally 
having more things to do comes some more stress, you know? Yeah, of course. The classes are just heavier conceptually. Yeah. I mean, I think we, us two have done a good job spacing out. I'm, I know some people take business administration or no, excuse me. I don't know. It's like two classes together and it's basically what we do at our school is agency is one class and corporations is another. So corporations is the heavier end of those two. So basically we decided to take agency this semester, which was nice because it is just a little bit lighter in kind of a review of contracts and torts. Um, so that's been nice, but having the two big daddy subjects evidence, especially is like so important. And I think I've just been having the hardest time with it because it's what makes you a good litigator. And I want to be in the courtroom and I want to dominate the courtroom. That is just, uh, makes me like excited just saying that. So I know the way to do that is through the evidence rules. And if you really know them and you can use them to your advantage, then even whenever information shouldn't be let in or maybe isn't exactly what a layperson might think, you can still manage to paint the picture you want to paint, you know? Like you said, evidence and con law are definitely heavier conceptually. And I think for me, at least this hybrid schedule, I mean, for con law, it's only twice a week and it's an hour or yeah, an hour or 50 minutes. And we have like 10 minutes at the beginning to take a quiz. And then we have 40 minutes to get through all the material. And for me, that's like really fast. And I feel like I don't get enough time to take everything in, you know? So I feel like I'm self-teaching myself a lot, but I guess, you know, that's what you have to do a lot of times in law school. And for evidence, you know, we do one in-person class a week and then watch like a series of videos. But I don't know. I think I'm not the only one that struggles with the hybrid online schedule and like staying focused. And I, I mean, I really wish that COVID just wasn't a thing and things could be normal because I feel like in-person teaching just helps me a lot more. So I don't think I'd be as stressed if I knew what was going on more, you know? Do you think you would feel that way? Like, if the class wasn't so rushed. Yeah. I just feel like it's rushed, you know, like they're trying to get through everything. There's people on zoom who can't hear. Mm -hmm. I know when we have our zoom classes, like it's so hard to hear people when they're cold called and the professors, of course they try to repeat after the students, but I mean, sometimes they don't, the, sometimes the moderators, you know, they miss things. I'm one of the student facilitators and I know I've missed things, you know, cause it's hard to keep up with the class when you don't know what's really even going on half the time, you know, yeah, for a student facilitator, cause you're not in the class, you're just facilitating. So I don't know. That's been, I think my struggle so far with 2L and I think it's more because the way that you know, COVID has affected our scheduling. And it's also a compressed semester on top of that. I mean, it's just a lot, you guys. I didn't really expect 2L to be so much. But here's the thing. Now that I think about it, I'm sitting here and thinking about it. Law school is preparing you for being a lawyer. So this is basically nothing, right? This like stress that you feel and how we have to balance taking a midterm. Then the next week we take a midterm. Then the next week we have the NPRE, right? Like when we're in practice, I 
probably we're going to be at some point where you have this due, the next things due, you have trial the next week, and we're juggling all of these different things. So this is just preparing us for what it's going to be like and how high stress it is to be a lawyer, right? And I think balancing that workload and how you handle your stress now is going to continue on down the road, right? If you don't take care of yourself now, how are you going to start taking care of yourself later, you know? And I think that's why it's important to get in good habits, whether they be, you know, talking to someone or working out and the different things that, you know, you can Google and get on Pinterest and see 50 ways to do self-care, you know? And like, that's why those are important. I know, but isn't it interesting though? Like you always see Instagram stories of people reposting like posts and a lot of them are like tips for self-care and everyone's always pushing self-care, but I feel like not a lot of us actually do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's true. You have to like follow through, right? Yeah. Cause it can be like almost a guilty thing where I'm like, do I really have the time to just take a bath? Like when I could be doing something But that's the point. That's my point right there. What you just said is like, you have to give yourself that though, because if you don't, you will be running on an empty tank. You know, you have to recharge and you have to set aside two to three hours of time for yourself. Really, you have to. Yeah. And it's really hard right now, but you, if you don't, burnout. I mean, I already feel it. I feel like when we were talking about two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, I was so stressed and I was mm-hmm. like, I've been working my butt off for like seven weeks and now I'm I'm tired, but I feel like I can't take a break, you know? And that's going to happen in the practice, you know, that's going to happen in the real world. So you have to recognize that now and what are you going to do about it? So let's say right now, you know, you could talk to a therapist, right? You could sit down with someone and be like, listen, I'm stressed. I'm feeling all these types of things. Obviously we don't have that luxury. It's COVID and you know, everything else. So maybe you're talking to a friend, maybe you're not talking about it at all. And that's the problem because then you're building it up. And I think if we've known anything in the past few weeks, I think you feel a constant roller coaster of emotion of this up, down, like good, bad, comparing yourself with what else you, basically you and your to-do list are staring at each other in the eyes and you're like, ah, you know? And I think golly, like sometimes we have to give ourselves a break and it's so hard. Like I'm saying this as like last night, I literally was freaking out as I'm laying on my bed and Colton is holding me and I'm thinking, oh my God, I need to do more work. And he's like, it's okay. Just relax. Like what? I know. And I feel like everyone around us, I know we're not the only people who feel like this. Like we have friends who feel the same way. And I, I just want everyone to know that it's okay to talk to people. And like, I don't know if they don't push this enough and that's why so many people get this way. But I mean, it is a really stressful situation, you know? And, um, I think it's normal to feel this way, even though it sucks, you know? And I think the problem is, is that we don't talk about it enough. And that's why I just want to say the hard parts, right? Is like, I am feeling this way. I know you're feeling this way. If you're feeling this way out there too, like we validate your feelings and we can tell you like, yeah, two L's really hard. One L's really hard. Three L's we hear is not as hard, but being a lawyer is hard. So just buckle in and like, it's going to be fun and we can have a good time doing it. Yeah. You know? And you know, we 
tell you guys this stuff. And I don't want anyone to ever think like, Oh, you know, that sounds intimidating. Like I don't want to deal with uh, the Mm -hmm. stress. Right. It's okay though. Like, you know, like don't let this deter you because your experience might be so different. Yeah. You know, and we also can't sugarcoat it. You know, we have to tell you the ins and outs and, I think sometimes people are too like harsh online. We've experienced that with our episode where we look things up online and people are like really harsh, you know? And I think sometimes people can sugarcoat it too much, but we just want to give you guys the ins and the outs. And also like, yeah, there's a lot of good things. And I think we do try to keep it really positive, but we have to tell you the truth, you know? I mean, yeah, with everything, there's things that are negative. And, and I think when you look at lawyers in general with the high rates of depression and alcoholism, like now's the time to start the self-care, you know, as much yeah. as I have to take that advice, like I'm trying to give you that advice, you know? Exactly. Like us saying this is trying to hold ourselves accountable. It's just like in my day in the life, whenever I was drinking my coffee, same, like it made me drink my coffee or drink my water, right? Or make sure I had all my stuff. Like, I don't know. It just, sometimes you guys out there hold us accountable and like help us even more than you know. So no, seriously though. Yeah. We love you guys. And we want to give y'all content that's helpful. So that's why we're going to talk about midterms because I know when we posted about it, people were like, what do y'all do? Oh, sorry. And like, how do you study? And if you use flashcards, like how do you use them? So we're just going to talk all about midterms. So I don't know about you guys, but we got a message and it was like, oh, um, at our school, 1Ls only take midterms and upperclassmen don't don't take them. So I don't know how schools do it, but we didn't have any midterms 1L year. So this is our first time taking midterms um, in law school. Maybe it's going to be nice though, because like while we haven't taken them, we positive part about it is you get to have a second judge on where you are in the class. The downside is that usually it counts for a grade and don't really know what you're going to get. I think it all depends on like the style that you're going to have. You know, our con law midterm was multiple choice. So for that, we just wrapped a lot of multiple choice. He has quizzes. They were like the quizzes, right? So we wrapped that and looked at his mind map that he had for us. And I made a quizlet. That's usually the flashcard that I'm referring to is quizlet. And... I use the quiz questions and uh, older girls outline to kind of just fill in the blanks and yeah, repped that. I know that's what me and the study group used a lot of. And I think it was helpful because multiple choice you can rep like that. Yeah. We were lucky that for con law, it was a multiple choice test, even though when I was taking it, I was like, Oh, this is a little harder than the practice midterms he gave us. Cause I, we, we both did very well on those, you know? So I was surprised to see that they were a little trickier. Right. But I think the repetition is great for multiple choice for me before I even go into multiple choice. I basically just read through like a, the gleaning guide I did instead of the gleaning guide. Cause I kind of read that throughout the semester, but for midterms specifically, um, I read through the short and happy guide one that uh, you've been listening to, right? Yeah. So I read through that and I found that really helpful just to kind of refresh myself of what we had gone over 
throughout the semester. And then, yeah, the flashcards and constant repetition we kind of did like a trivia thing and that's a way to make it fun you know i think if it is not multiple choice like our evidence fine um midterm the first thing i think is dang (laughs) and then the second thing i think is think of excuse me is can i get practice problems from the teacher And the reason I say that is if you listen to our episode with Elizabeth Freeman, she talks about practicing the answers or like, you know, practice, 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 practice. I can't stop saying that. But she basically gets the answers from the professor, does the practice problem, then compares her answer and looks at them and sees what she does wrong and what she does right and the whole shebang. I wanted to do that. Oh, wait, there's none of those. So what do I do now? Well, guys, I'm trying to figure that out because we're literally studying for evidence right now, but it's rule-based. So I think that flashcards is a good way to do it. I started a Quizlet, like I'm sure you guys were like, oh, (laughs) of course you did. So started a Quizlet with all the rules. The nice thing about Quizlet too is that sometimes it populates what it suggests that it should be. And you can see other people's answers. There's a ton of Quizlets of just like the federal rules about evidence. So I looked up all of that and yeah, the short and happy guides, I'm, those are my go-to. They have audio and um, it basically just reads the text to you. So if you are like, what is this? It's basically just the text. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you are currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go. Whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So, if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Yeah. I think for the evidence one, just like you said, it's rule-based. Right. So you have a rule, like a number, like 801 example, and then you'll have your rule that you have to memorize. So 
for the rules, I think the Quizlet's a great idea, but I also think, well, for me at least, because I'm a big chart girl, charts, you can just list them all and then have the definition right next to it, you know? Also, um, flow charts for different steps that you have to go through, right? So let's say, for example, like hearsay, right? What we're learning in evidence, like there's multiple steps that you have to kind of go through to figure it out, like make a flow chart. And that's really how we, for the short answers, and I've told everyone this, um, like for contracts last year, flowcharts like literally helped me out so much because it just lets you breeze through the answer. Once you, once you recognize that it's about a certain rule, I mean, from there you pretty much have your answer, you know? Also, some professors might let you bring in stuff. Yeah. And if they let you bring it in, you can have those charts. Relevance, I think, can have a chart. The hearsay and exceptions can have a chart. I know I have, I mean, there, I just, there's no way, right way, excuse me, there's no right way to learn the rules. You just have to do what's right for you. And I think you can make a bunch of charts. You can write them out like a thousand times. You can go through the analysis. Um, I think my first step was like getting my bearings around like what rule was what and then diving in from there. It's part of the next thing is like how much time do you have before your midterm, right? And we have a little less than a week or half a week. I don't know, like seven days maybe. And that's not a lot of time, you know? So if you have like a month, in a month before your midterm, right, you should have been outlining. And if you didn't know something, like it's good to find out then because it'll help you figure out in the end, whenever you need to practice, like you basically don't want to be figuring it out late. And I know that like we preach that and sometimes it's hard to actually get all of that work into fruition, especially right now, because I know I'm having a hard time with that. It's just important to do the work. If that means you need to stay up, like pull a few all-nighters, then you just have to do it. And repetition and learning the material is just like nothing else can beat that. A few other things that I would find helpful is like in your casebook, the problems, I don't know. I mean, not every professor like assigns those, but if you go through the problems, um, there's a high likelihood that the way that your professor explains when they're in class, like how to go through those problems, whether it's a cold call, et cetera, like that's how they want you to go through the answer a lot of times, you know? So that's another thing to take into account. Also, videos. If you're a visual learner, get on Quimby. Look at the videos on whatever you need to you know, watch. They're very uh, easy to understand. And that's a great way to just, like like I said, refresh yourself. Kind of like how I read the short and happy guide. Like If you don't want to read, just watch some videos. Yeah, there's so many options out there for everybody. And you can listen. You can watch. You can also read. And I know sometimes you might be tired of reading, so you want to just listen or watch something. And I totally get that. And I think, obviously, that's why those options are out there. But also, with midterms, I think the initial stress of it all was there for me personally, just because we haven't really like sat in the classroom and taken a test like that in a while, since basically like a year ago. So that was like hectic and it made me feel anxious. And I was just kind of like, okay, I, this is what it feels like to do this again. I think for me, the stress comes from more of a 
I'm really scared that I think I'm somewhere like I think I'm understanding, you know, everything. And then Mm -hmm. I take the midterm and then like, let's say it's not great. And then I'm like, oh, well, have I been doing everything wrong this whole semester? And finals are like not that far away. So I think that's where my kind of anxiety, stress, fear comes in because this is such a turning point. Uh, Like if I'm working so hard now and I do bad, like there's still opportunity to change, but I see what you're saying. Like it's not that long. So yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it, it it doesn't count like a ton towards our grade, which is nice, but it is going to allow us to understand where we are in the course and how the teachers are going to grade us, which I think is going to be nice, especially for evidence with it being short answer. Also, it's good to preview for the final. Yeah, I think for both the tests. Um, yeah, and then after that, we have the MPRE, which is the Multi-State Professional Responsibility Exam. And everybody has to take it to be a part of their state's bar. So we are doing that now because we are applying to be licensed legal interns in the state of Oklahoma. And hopefully we will be doing that this upcoming summer. And yeah, you do have to study for the NPRE. It kind of reminds me of like the driving test. I didn't take it seriously, the written driving test, and I failed the first time because I just didn't read the book. <laughs> LOL, it sounds like law school, right? And I had to take it again, did perfectly fine. I'm like, I'm not going to make that mistake again. I've heard that if you do whatever uh, practice thing, you, like there's Barbary, there's Quimby, there's uh, Kaplan, I heard is good too. Like I'm, if you finish the whole module thing usually you'll do fine you know yeah. you just have to do the work it's kind of like the bar they like if you take barbary they say if you finish 97 percent of it like you're guaranteed to pass the bar so you just have to put in the work you know yeah absolutely but i guess what also for us the mpre it's kind of lucky that we have legal professions right now too so it's like double you know we study outside of class but we also get more reinforcement in class for exactly. more like real stuff Yeah, and we're learning it all right now, and we're going to be applying it on the test and then on our final, and then we're basically just going to have to worry about conflicts in real life and take those problems problem by problem, right? So that's the goal, and I know that, like she said, we've had a ton of interviews, so we haven't just got to sit down and just kind of talk about how 2L's been. So I'm really glad we got to do this. I know it feels like uh, maybe a therapy session. <laughs> really, though. It feels nice to be able to just be like, guys, this is hard. And and like the messages that we get about how you guys are, you know, going through the same things as we do, just, you know, it, it honestly, like you said, it helps us. Like you guys really help us um, yeah. when we realize, okay, you know what? Everyone's going through it. We're all going to do great. The encouragement that we've gotten from a lot of you guys, like it, it's, it's really awesome. And I just want to harp on that because you guys are literally like our therapy and we really appreciate you seriously. Yeah. in law in law school in law can be lonely you can be a lawyer and just work by yourself other than for your clients, right? And I think it's nice to have a group of people that you can feel validated and relate to. So no judgment. Exactly. And that's what we want to build here. And nothing's nicer than hearing from you guys that you're like, yeah, we love 
I feel lonely and you just made me feel better. So thank you so much for always reaching out and telling us like, Hey, I love the podcast and I'm a listener and I've been a listener. I'm a new listener because that helps us, you know, just like Cameron said last episode, like you, whenever you really love something, you do it. And that is how we feel. We really love being able to talk about law. And get to know you guys. Yeah. Like we feel like you guys are our friends, you know, like we do this because it feels like we're talking to our friends and, you know, like I said, you give us a lot of things to be happy about. Yeah. And we do the interviews too, because we learn so much through them, like about different types of law and opportunities that we can potentially do in the future, just like you guys can. So that's why we do so many interviews. So I hope you enjoy them as much as we do. Be on the lookout, recommend people for us. We love meeting new um, legal ladies out there. So um, if you guys have seen, we've posted some day in the lives. We just posted one from a current 1L at Golden Gate University, and we will be posting one every week. We have a lot of people signed up, but if you DM us and you want to participate, you can DM us and we'll send you the sign up link because, you know, for one person a week, as of right now, it's probably like the next year we have probably. Yeah. Out. So um, maybe we'll do them twice a week if we get enough people. I don't know. But it, we we love seeing you guys. Um, just like your, we watch your stories. We like seeing what you guys are up to. So this is a great way to kind of um, let the community know who you are. And yeah, and be able to talk to each other and just be relatable. I think it's nice to be able to show off different parts of the country, different parts of the legal fields, different personalities and types of clothing and houses and the whole bit. I love it. Lifestyle. It's awesome. So keep it up. Let us know if you want to do it. And as always, guys, you know where to find us. Follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, join our Facebook group. There's our Facebook group for law students. You can join the girl attorney for attorney things. People are constantly referring work back and forth. Um, you can also join your state's group. If you're a lawyer, if you're a law student, you know, tell them that you're a law student where you are going to law school and they will most likely accept you. And I think it's just nice to have that community because we want to just continue building the legal lady community to be a strong one. Also just a little side note, because we got a few messages about personal statements. If you go it, like if you join our Facebook group, there's a thread going on about a bunch of girls who have made like a Google drive, personal statement, editing review kind of group. So if you're applying to schools right now and you're wanting some feedback on personal statements, like there's a lot of cool people in there that could probably give you ideas and help you out. As always guys, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, wear a mask and we Be love kind. you. That too. Be kind. (laughs) Always. And we'll talk to you again next week, guys. Bye. Bye.